Yo, what's the deal? Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise 5000. And today, this episode is about deciding. So deciding is a really uh, powerful manifesting technique because the power that comes behind just simply deciding actually shifts you to a parallel reality where that thing is it's already done because you've decided so you know um, abraham hicks always talks about how clarity brings the speed but clarity is just you knowing exactly what you want and so you decided and i know that for me a lot of times when i don't know exactly what i want i'm just kind of like uh i don't know the universe will sort of generate whatever you know what I'm saying? Like the universe will just sort of give you a random thing versus when you actually decide. So in previous episodes, I talked about how on Christmas I was stopped by the police and I, I decided he was not going to write me a ticket. I don't know how that even works, but I, cause I can't, I don't control this guy, but I decided I was like, no, not today. Nope. So I just pulled on over <laughs> no no doubt i was like i I will not receive a ticket today i'm no i know that like i decided i had to decide like no not today now sometimes i mean i don't know what came over me but i just was like nope i will not accept that today no and he was like okay i told him and he was like all right (laughs) you know what i mean like what it was almost like he was mind controlled not even gonna lie he was like okay ma'am yes okay slow down have a good day bye i was like what (laughs) but seriously so i was listening to reverend ike you know reverend ike and he has this episode he has this sermon on on youtube called make a decision and miracles will happen the first thing that you do when you want to break through and you want to be to do and to have something is what Decided. Hell yeah, decide. And Harry S. Truman has a really dope quote that I love. He says, once a decision was made, I didn't worry about it afterwards. So decide and don't. I mean, really, when you decide, you can't worry. The vibration of deciding is it's already done. Even if it ain't done, you decide it. And so it is done. It kind of makes it be done in the future. It's done now, though. Even though it's not done now in reality or whatever, it's going to be done because you decide. You know what I'm saying? I've never just decided and it didn't happen. But like my problem is like... I don't be deciding on stuff like on everything. But when I do decide, it's done. It's already done. So there's this alien guy from Essasani, just like Bashar. And his name is Elon and is channeled by a guy named Andrew. I mean, that's all the name he has. And it's on the ISOS website, the IASOS.com website. And there's a, a chapter called Deciding. It goes like this. Since the present is a result of the present and not the result of the past, in each now moment, each of us decides exactly who and what we are and thereby instantly is that the infinite consciousness that each of us really is creates us to be whatever way we decide in that now moment that we actually are. So normally we assume that we become a certain way because of the steps we created to get there or the criteria we must meet to get there. But this is only an illusion. So for example, a person may think if I exercise every day, then in three weeks, I will be strong. And in three weeks, 
they are strong, but they are strong then because they are deciding in that now moment to be strong, not because of the prerequisite steps of exercise that they have set up for themselves to get there. So therefore, if you want to be a certain way, you can either take the long route the normal human approach, which is to set up an elaborate set of steps that must be taken in order to reach your destination state of being, or an elaborate set of criteria that must all be met in order to get there. And then take the time to go through all these steps or meet those criteria, and then finally give yourself permission to decide to then be that way. So basically, you can either exercise and then decide after your whole exercise program that you're finally strong, or you can decide now that I'm strong now. what I'm saying so which is the short route is to simply decide now to be that way with no intervening steps or criteria necessary to get there and then by trusting that decision and acting accordingly you become that way now and this this information is from Elon it's fourth dimensional information (laughs) okay so any teaching that is Bashar is going to be fifth dimensional information this is fourth dimensional this is a way to explain it in the fourth dimension. So decision maintenance. Here's the catch 22 where most people get stuck. So once you decide that you are now a certain way, if something comes along in your external reality that contradicts this decision, in many cases, people will disappointedly think, well, I guess my decision did not stick. I guess I am not really that way after all. But what is actually happening here is that the person is willing to let the contradictory external evidence talk them out of their new empowered decision, which means they are changing their decision from the new empowered decision to the previous disempowered decision. So it's still true that they are what they decide, but they are now deciding to be what way they do not prefer instead of the way that they do prefer. So Elon suggests an alternate approach. When you have decided that you are now a certain way and your external reality provides you with evidence to the contrary, instead of letting this contradictory evidence talk you out of your new decision, use it to reinforce your new decision. So you can say, ah, look at this. I have decided that I am this way, and now my external reality is showing me the opposite. Oh, thank you, external reality, for reminding me by contrast of what my decision is so I can once again reinforce and reactivate my new decision. You see, so in this manner, when your external reality provides evidence to the contrary, you can just use this this time to reinforce rather than nullify your new empowered decision. So for example... If you decide that you're a very popular person and then you notice that you're not invited to a party um, that you expected to be invited to rather than being talked out of your new decision, which means switching from your new empowered decision that you are popular to the previous disempowered decision that you are not popular. Instead, you respond, oh, thank you, external reality, for reminding me by contrast of what my new decision is so that I can once again reinforce and reactivate my new decision in my mind. And through this process of decision maintenance, always using external reality to reinforce your your new decision, you'll eventually reach the point where external reality no longer invalidates your new decision, but only validates it. And through this process of decision maintenance, always using external reality to reinforce your new decision, you will eventually reach the point where external reality no longer invalidates your new decision, but only validates it. This is called decision maintenance. So when an event occurs that contradicts your new decision, if you respond to it the old way, then you are revealing to the universe that you have not 
really changed your beliefs. When an event occurs that contradicts your new decision, if you respond to it in a new way that is reflective of your new decision, then you have proved to the universe that your beliefs truly have changed. An event is not an event until you have responded to it. So there's this book called Your Power on a Plate, and it's free online, and it's written by Elon, Elan, Elon, the alien from the fourth dimension. And I'm just going to give you a little introduction. Elon says, although I am extraterrestrial and therefore live on another planet, in no way do I see myself as better than you. I have certain understandings that many of you may consider more expanded than the common earthling point of view, but it is no better, only different. That's why I say it comes from the fourth dimension. It's just the same explanation as Jesus and everybody else. It's just fourth dimensional. So it's going to expand your consciousness. <laughs> to get to this, you know, it's just a way to explain it that is expanded a little bit and it'll expand your, your brain a little bit. So he says, I take this opportunity to communicate with you at this time for several reasons. The most significant reason is timing. It is time for you to attract the type of information that I have to offer. Another reason is desire. You collectively desire to know more about yourselves as beings and as creators. I desire to tell you what I know. As a society, we already embody the ideas that I'm about to share with you, so I know what I say is so and that it can work. I do not in any way insist that you believe what I'm saying because I'm an extraterrestrial. You can only prove our ideas to yourself. My intention is to merely share, and that is where my responsibility ends. As a society, we trust what we attract and live in the results of that complete positive trust. We have attracted this opportunity to share with you in this way. I invite you to trust what you attract to yourself and this transcript is no exception. Our society has existed for many thousands of years as one cohesive society, and we have learned many things about ourselves. In our exploration of many other planetary societies, we have also had the opportunity to learn many things about the nature of reality, which is ontology. And it is my specialty. It is what I study in my spare time. I'm an ontologist. I've been this way since I was in the third grade. I remember I've, be I've been doing this. So anyway, <laughs> in the third grade, y'all, I was like, yo, where am I? What the fuck is earth? This shit feels weird. Like straight up. I can't make this shit up. Anyway, we've only begun to observe the society relatively recently and are only one of several species that are now interacting with members of your planet. Our approach is one of honoring your right to explore yourselves and therefore our presence for the time being remains in the background. One day soon, that will most likely change. For now, I am allowed to break some ground and interact with you through these writings. When I say I'm allowed, I mean allowed by you. Nobody has forced you to attract and read this, trans this transcript, so you do so of your own free desire and timing. Life is a marvelous opportunity and experience, and I intend to explain why this is so. We share a common experience with all of you. Although many of you still do not believe we exist, we believe in you. I intend to lay the groundwork for our eventual face-to-face -face interaction. I intend to share with you many things about yourselves that you are only now awakening to as a global society. I intend to explain why and when we may meet. Join me and celebrate who you are and why you've chosen to be here. Join me and together we will discover more about each other. It's really not my name, Elan. But anyway, yeah, this is what Elon said that's the intro to his book called The Power on the Plate. It's free online. Just Google 
your power on a plate, Elon, E-L-A-N, and you'll pull it up. And he goes over, I mean, you know, um, he goes over a lot of things. But for the interest of this um, episode, we're going to talk about deciding. And so he has a, ch- a section because the book is written. It's really easy to understand. And it's written in little sections. So here's what it says on decisions. It is up to you in any given moment to express who you prefer to be versus who someone else says that you should be or who you think you should be out of obligation to everyone else or whatever your rationale is for maintaining a state of consciousness, which does not allow for you to express joy in your life. Your birthright is joy. Your birthright is ecstasy. Okay. And then he goes on to talk about some other stuff. Then he, there's a section called the decision. In the moment that you finally make the decision using the process, using the dues that you have paid as an excuse to now express that joy, all the criteria, all as you sometimes refer to be the baggage is set up by you and only you. In every given moment, you are always expressing some version of who you believe yourself to be. You decide in each and every moment who you are. You create 100% fully who you are in each and every moment right now, right now, right now, right now, and right now. For now is the only time that is truly, truly real. And he's talking about the parallel realities. Like you can create a parallel reality. Like you could decide to be something else. And then that's when you shift and create a whole new timeline of reality. And then if you keep, if you maintain that state of being, you can actually shift matter. You know what I'm saying? So... Elon goes on to say, your infinite consciousness is one eternal now. So yeah, Eckhart Tolle talks about this in his book, The Power of Now. Everything is now. Like the past does not even exist. It's only now. Seriously, like only now. The past is completely over and never really even was. It's just only now. Like that's why I've been saying like, I feel like on the day of my birth, I just been... It's just been one big day. Like everyone else feels everything in like years. They feel time like that. But to me, it just feels like one big day, one long ass day. That's how I feel, time. I'm not good with time. I'm always late because I'm not, I don't think I'm from earth, y'all. Like I don't feel right. I don't understand time. Y'all be with these years. Happy New Year. It's a different year. And I'm just like, what? What happened? I just went to sleep. I didn't even celebrate the New Year's because I'm like, it's not a real thing to me. I just went on to sleep. Everybody was texting me happy new year i was just like first of all ancient egyptian new year begins in mid-july but in the interest of we in america in present day whatever year they say this is they say this is 2022 um really it's probably like what they say in ethiopia is like 2013 something like that hold up (laughs) so the ethiopian new year is september 11th yeah and 2021 Ethiopian New Year is Saturday, September 11th. So I think it's the t- September 12th or something for Ethiopia. And then like, I don't know. It's like different time. Like what year really is it? Like that's why people be getting the Bible mis- like messed up. Because don't nobody know what year it is for real. Because we just be making up stuff. Let's decide. Let's decide the Gregorian calendar and the year of our Lord Jesus Christ he died so we starting time over at one (laughs) like who's to say that's really like real like what is real anyway the point is we're talking about decisions so as a linear expression whereby you create the appearance of linear progression of nows and each of those nows which by the way are only truly the same now you make a decision 
I am this person. I am that person. I am this way. I am that way. You generally do so through an elaborate set of criteria. Perhaps you say, I am this person because this happened when I was a child. Or perhaps you say, I am this person because these circumstances would only happen to a person such as this. Or perhaps you say, I am this person because everyone tells me I am. Therefore, they must be onto something. Narcissists. Narcissists try to mind control you. And they lie and tell you you're a way that you aren't. Because they want you to believe negative things about yourself so they can control your reality and what you decide for yourself. But ultimately, it is your decision. It is your agreement with whatever criteria may be. I am this person. That allows you to express from all that you contain that version, that person that you are being in that moment. I used to do that, but my family would say, you're not that person, which is abuse, but they didn't know any better. I'd be like, I'm this. And they'd be like, no, you aren't. <laughs> That's why I say, stay away from toxic people. They really be messing kids up. You can't believe them. Of course, if I had this information when I was younger, I would be like, but I mean, part of me was like, no, I'm that. So I don't care what you say. So anyway, I am this person that allows you to express from all that you contain that version, that person that you are being in that moment. The reason that you experience yourself as a linear being rather than a completely new person with a different body, different hair color, different eye color, different height, different weight in each and every moment is because you define yourself in any given now moment, you bring along the baggage, you bring along a conception. So you, just, you still have the baggage from when you thought you was the other way. It kind of takes time for you to morph into what you say you are. So you will often say, I am this person who is exactly the same person as I was a moment ago with this one minor little difference. And of course, you will experience the result of that one minor little difference with the apparency of being the same person. Now, we do not share this so that you will spontaneously disintegrate your entire personality and completely transform this reality into an unrecognizable form, which that is an option, by the way, because you need not do that in order to recreate yourself according to the preference in any given moment. So by simply being willing to be mindful of the decision that you are making right now, and then perhaps dialoguing with yourself to determine who it is you prefer to be right now, that is all it takes to completely and 100% transform your entire experience right now. You already do this anyway, and I'm not suggesting or introducing anything that you are not an expert at. As we sometimes say, you are perfect creator. So when you create misery, it is perfect misery. And when you create joy, it is perfect joy. But always does it hinge on the decision in the moment of who you are. So the mechanism, decision, trust, action, how you create your physical life. So in general, how you express this as physical beings is by number one, making this the decision, this is who I am. You then, number two, trust that decision. Well, I must be that person. You then, number three, act or perform an action in your reality with, with the foundational underlying supposition of your decision that this is who I am. And it is those actions in a physical reality that seem to cause results in a physical reality that seem to re reinforce in a physical reality the decision therefore whatever you decide you get and no matter what method you use as an excuse to make that decision the decision still sticks y'all I'm telling you when the police stopped me on Christmas I was like I decided I wasn't getting a ticket I stopped I went on turn I'm telling you I was I knew I wasn't finna get no ticket because I just couldn't deal with it right then I, I just couldn't I was just like no I'm not what we're not gonna do and 
my deciding, like I can't, I don't never, I don't do it all the time. I don't know what gives me that shift where I just be like, no, but it happens sometimes. And every time I just decide mentally, I, I'm in that moment able to control my reality. Cause like, so anyway, this is who I am. So as an example, individuals will often assume in order to transform to the individual that I prefer to be, I must understand who I am already being. And often they will create an elaborate process, an elaborate and painstaking exploration. Why, oh why am I who I am? And the interesting thing is that as they are partaking in and creating this process, they are continually reestablishing that decision. This is who I am. And like, it's so funny because I watch Soft White Underbelly and I watch all the prostitute um, interviews and they always say that they're stuck. They're like, I just feel so stuck in this situation. I can't get out of it. They're stuck with these pimps because of the reinforcement that they received as a child. They really believe this is who they are. This is all they're capable of. They don't know no other way. They always like, I'm trying to get out the streets. I don't know no other way because they, they haven't been exposed to any other type of lifestyle. So they can't even fathom. And it's almost like the allegory of the cave, which I try to tell everyone when I'm explaining certain things to that they tell me I'm crazy and I'm wrong and I'm this and I'm that. I try to explain to them the allegory of the cave because they're like, why are, you, why are you on this stuff? Like, you know, Jesus died for your sins. Like, what are you talking about? What is all this stuff you're talking about? And I'm just like, bro, allegory of the damn cave, bro. Like, we live on a ball in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy. What are you talking about? Jesus died for our sins. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, is that all that you think happened? Like, so allegory of the cave, Plato. <clears throat> so virtually all philosophy descends from Plato. And Plato comes from Socrates, which is like, comes from Egypt. Okay, and so this particular piece of philosophy, though, the allegory of the cave routinely comes up in discussions of how humans perceive reality and whether there is higher truth to existence. So you have the dimensions, 3D, everyone's going into 5D, which is heaven on earth, which is the return of Christ. It's all the, the whole thing in the Bible. Everyone's like the second coming because consciousness fell. Okay, in ancient Egypt, we used to be uh, smarter, okay, like we were higher vibrating. We were in a different dimension and we fell, consciousness fell. So therefore we fell down to earth, fallen angels. We fell, right? But when you say we fell, we fell down into third dimensional realm, which means we're slaves. We're, we're trapped in a cave. This is Plato is just, he's trying to explain to us what happened, right? So we're in a cave, mentally enslaved, only seeing the shadow. This is why we do shadow work. This is why you get saved. But people think getting saved is something else. Getting saved is becoming awake in the matrix. It's getting out of the matrix. It's escaping the 3D realm into a higher consciousness, 5D, 6D, which is understanding the nature of reality and, and why we exist. So that's what the allegory of the cave does. And so it's the concept devised by Plato to ruminate on the nature of belief versus knowledge, right? So the allegory states that there exist prisoners chained together in a cave. Behind the prisoners is a fire and between the fire and the prisoners are people carrying puppets or other objects. This casts a shadow on the other side of the wall. The prisoners watch these shadows, believing them to be real. And then Plato talks about this one prisoner that became free and he finally sees that the fire 
he finally sees the fire and realizes the shadows are actually fake. The shadows aren't real. They're fake because the, they're just shadows. The real thing is happening outside of the cave. So the prisoner escapes the cave, discovers there's a whole new world outside that they were previously unaware of. So the prisoner <clears throat> believes that the outside world is so much more real than what they saw in the cave. So he'd try to return to the cave to free the other prisoners, except for they didn't want to go because they didn't believe him. So upon his return, he becomes blinded because his eyes are not accustomed to the actual sunlight. Um, when he went, you know, he saw the sun and it was because he's been in the cave. Cave people, three-dimensional. So the chained prisoners would see this blindness and believe that they'd be harmed if they try to leave the cave. You know, like you'll go to hell or something. If you don't, if you like venture outside of what, we, what we've told you is real. So, um, yeah, the allegory of the cave is an excellent piece of philosophy told in a, a story, allegory, which is the Bible's, all those stories are allegories as well. People think that they're actual literal, actually literal, but at any rate, some movies that you can watch that are similar to Allegory of the Cave are The Truman Show, The Matrix, Dark City, Cube, and The Conformist. So do check that out. I just watched The Matrix. It was wonderful. Had a discussion on Clubhouse that I attended about The Matrix, and it was wonderful. Um... Definitely check out The Matrix. But at any rate, back to deciding. So this is who I am. So as you dig into your past to determine why you turned out in such an undesirable way, <laughs> should that be your approach, you continually reassert that version of who you are. You continually maintain the decision that I am this person that needs so much work. Um, there can be value when you insist on moving on a gradient to all this type of exploration. However, if you if transforming instantaneously appeals to you, maybe it doesn't, but if it does, then you need not carry around the baggage. Bag lady, you gon' miss your bus. You can't hurry up, you got too much stuff. When they say you come and niggas take off running from you. It's true, oh yes they do. Y'all know Erica Badu is Stassi, y'all know she eels. Anyway, so yes, the baggage. All that you need to do to transform right now is simply, as you say in your vernacular, take the bull by the horns and simply have your decisions about who you are be conscious and purposeful. And perhaps you may wish to include the idea of factoring in your preference. This is who I desire to be. Now, when you state this is who I desire to be, there is sometimes the tendency to digress by thinking, well, this is who I am being, even though I desire to be this person. But that is not the same as simply deciding. This is who I am because this is what I prefer and this is how I see myself. And I'm going to just tell you, I've experienced narcissists, they, if they can't control you, they want to control how you see yourself. So that's the most like, it's, it's like a disease. I, I mean, I'm like, why do you want me to see myself like that? Like, why 
Are you trying to control that? I know for a fact that's not even true. So why are you trying? You just can't control me. So you want me to think I am bad. I'm a bad person or I'm, you know, not who I say I am, which the Pharisees was trying to tell Jesus that he is not who they who he said he was. Jesus said, I am. Anyway, so you could say this is who I am because this is what I prefer. And this is how I see myself. This is the person I love. And your willingness to simply cut through the red tape and decide according to preference who you are. That allows you to take the process that you already use to create your own reality and shift it, as you say, on a dime or any denomination you choose. Therefore, be mindful should you choose the idea of beginning to express joy and ecstasy in your life. Not so much of who you are being that is not the person you desire to be, but who, but who you do desire to be who you prefer to be, who you already are. And therefore, once you decide any person that you may have been in any other given moment becomes irrelevant to that decision. That's And I, I was talking to this, my friend, and he just kept bringing up old stuff. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Don't know, this not now. Like, what are you doing? Like, so irrelevant. Like, what the, f dude, get out of the past, bro. Anyway, you become the person you decide in each and every given moment. And to illustrate the extent of this idea, if you decide, well, Elon, what you are saying right now is nonsense, then that's what you're going to get. If you decide that makes sense, I'll give it a try. Then you get the partial result of someone who was trying. And if you decide, ah, I already do that, I'll begin to do it consciously right now then you are no longer any other person that you've ever defined yourself to be. You are now being the preferred you. And you will then begin to simply trust your decision. Then your actions, perhaps subtly at first, but eventually quite blatantly, will begin to reflect the decision and the actions will have results. And even what you consider to be the external circumstance will seem to change. And, you know, like, I really want to stress that those prostitutes on soft white underbelly, they've been abused, severely abused. They've been belittled. They've been told who they are. I'm telling you, these people are mind controlled by narcissists and by predators. And they're trapped in a reality that is not real because of the abuse and they need a savior, which is they need their own consciousness to decide who they are going to be. Or they need someone to tell them like they just they're they're um, they just need a lot. Of, they need help. Yo, but I don't know. Like I feel for those for the for them on soft white underbelly. And uh, I do see the effects of, of programming from childhood, from being around negative people constantly from being abused. That's the result of it. And telling you, like, being around narcissistic people that are sick, you know, it just, it can really affect you. Like, even if you are a strong person, even if you are, you know, you know who you are and it still affects you. So it's like a low vibration. It's a low vibration. It's a low dimension. It's definitely 3D shadow. And it's something that you would have to mentally break free from so <clears throat> so anyway you are no longer any other person that you've defined yourself to be you are now being the preferred you so if you will simply begin to trust that decision then your actions 
will begin to reflect the decision and then have results. So now understand that in no certain terms, because of the cause and effect methodology that you create in your reality through your actions, you perform an action which you consider to be cause and then you get an effect. You have a tendency to judge yourself against the background of your circumstances of your situation, i.e., the prostitutes on soft white underbelly. If you will begin to understand that all those results, all those circumstances truly have no built-in meaning, that they are a neutral set of props, no matter how they may appear on the surface, you then give yourself the power to interpret that circumstance, those situations through the new you that you have now decided to be. Now, if that you happens to be an empowered being, you will say, well, how does the situation serve me exactly as it is? And then get the result of receiving a service from a situation that you have formally labeled negative or formally labeled as evidence that seems to support the notion that, well, I guess I haven't changed at all. Understand, by the way, that when you say, I guess I haven't changed at all, what are you doing? You're making a new decision in that moment. And though you did change completely and 100% when you had made this decision, this decision, I haven't changed at all. It's very similar, perhaps you could say, to previous negative decisions that you've made and therefore can seem it is only an apparency, but a very strong one, seem to cancel out the positive change. It does not truly cancel the change for you are still a new being with that much more knowledge. But the idea is only do you seem to backslide, as you sometimes say, when you're not willing to remind yourself, remember yourself to maintain the decision of who you prefer to be. And at any circumstance, that would seem to be negative and seem to be evidence that you are not the new person that you desire to be is on the flip side of the coin. An opportunity to reestablish, to realign who you prefer to be by reminding yourself. You say to yourself, although the circumstance may appear negative, the me that I prefer to be no longer chooses to interpret things in that way. This is the new me, and therefore my interpretation of any set of circumstance is also new, and I can derive how each and every circumstance is of service to me. All the while, as you adopt this approach while containing the idea of maintaining who you prefer to be and trusting that decision and acting that way, you are creating a new set of circumstances. And so the external situation in your life does seem to change, but generally only if you are willing to use the first moment that you make the decision. I am now this preferred person. All right, so that's all I have for you today. You got to decide who you are, okay, to shift reality. And so with that, I appreciate you guys for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, please do so so you can be updated when I post new episodes. Got a lot of cool stuff coming. I'm super excited about it. And so with that, as always, peace. Yeah, I'm driving slow in the fast lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop a screw, pop a coating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make a